Screw with it. It's your boy, Samai Savage. Hey, guys. This is Sugar Wolf. Yo, this is Will Steezel. Well, hello there, everybody. <laughs> this is August. What's up? It's Ethan Ross, and you're listening to the Anti-Social Social Tour Podcast. Let's get it. Hello. Who are you, and what do you do? Hello, my name is Priscilla, and I am and the owner of Encore Live Entertainment. It's an entertainment company that just comes in and just elevates the experience. We bring new and exciting things to all of your events. I used to be antisocial. That was the whole me. But now I'm feeling social. And I think we should meet. I used to be a local. Young in the run in the streets But now I'm tryna be a mogul Before I D.I.E. Ay, What's up, what's up, world? It's Brandon Avery. I'm here today with my fabulous guest, Priscilla. How you doing today? I'm good, how are you? Thank you for stopping in. No problem, thank you for having me. How was your drive? It was good, only 20 minutes. That's not bad. You're not bad. It's been, it's been a while. I haven't seen you in such a long time. I know. We've been trying to connect for a little bit. Yeah, but I know. You're yeah. super busy. Finally, we're able to meet, and I'm super happy for you. Your place is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to see what's up, up next for Encore. Thank you. Um, so tell me about how you started. Like, were you always in this entertainment business, or, or what was your first step into the entrepreneur creative world? Well, I've always seen my mom do it um, since I was 13 years old. She was the president of E-Women Network, which is Women Empowering Women. And she used to put on big, big events for hundreds of women. So now um, I used to watch her and I used to think she's crazy. Why are you staying up till 3 a.m. doing all this stuff? And I just kind of grew a love for it. And then um, I worked in a restaurant for a while, became manager. Then I started working for nightclubs. And then I became the managers of nightclubs and then putting on you know, doing the DJ schedules and bringing celebrities in. And then I just realized the amount of resources I gained over the years that I always have people text me, hey, do you know a DJ for a wedding? Hey, do you know this? Do you know that? So that's where I decided to create Encore. So tell me about some of the challenges that you face when it comes to running a nightclub. So it's definitely difficult because um, I'm actually one of the only women right now um in the valley that actually runs the show when it comes to that so definitely people challenge me when it comes to that because typically anybody that runs a nightlife it's definitely a male dominated role um so i face those challenges but you also like when there's hundreds of people coming in on a saturday night you definitely just have to keep the energy the vibe and just look out for everybody's safety and just make sure that you know everything's good and up to code and everybody's having a good time. Yeah. Cause it is a lot that you have to do. Like I've seen you in Priscilla mode and I've seen you in boss mode, you know, and you're able to intertwine both mm -hmm. of those and get the job done. Yeah. You know, um, you, we've been blessed to have two of our events at the, uh, the last, like the last nightclub and anything I needed, you was like, I got it. And we handled it and it was great. So you were still that while you were on the job, you were still that one-stop shop to get people what they needed. So I'm so glad that you were able to, I think we had conversations in the past about utilizing all that to put forth into your own energy and yes. your own, in your own lane. And now we're here. So how does that feel? Um, I mean, it, it feels good. I, I'm, by the way, I'm super happy to be on this podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you me. for coming. Um, I can't, you better invite me to yours. 
I'm no. trying to get on this life. This new, this oh, new no, life. I'm excited. That's definitely coming up on Core Live Podcast. It's just kind of like I'm painting the pretty picture of the entertainment world. So I'm super excited to get into that. But um, I, I'm going to bring this up because I think this is a perfect platform to bring it up on. But um, as many may know, Revel is no longer, which I'm totally okay with. Um, I utilized... 217 Broadway to the best of my ability. I learned as much as I could um, from the establishment, from the business, from the people in the area. And now I'm ready to take my life to the next step and take what I know and just um, start a whole new journey and see where what doors open for me. And, you know, when one door closes, another one opens. As Six say. of them are going to open. There's so many open because you were the glue. So I think, I don't know, I think when we were doing things, we don't really see what we're doing. But I know just in the short time knowing you, I've seen that that was all you. You were, I don't care who wanted to put their name on it, but I know who ran the show. And I know every time a phone call was made, they called that one person, mm -hmm. you know, even there, if there were other people in charge, you know. So I think that now that you're going to give that your full energy, you're definitely going to be successful because you have these ton of resources. So you, you, you can't fail because you are the resource person like you. So now you can go ahead and utilize the resources that you know. I just asked you for a fucking taco truck. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to get you on one. The phone, like, <laughs> on the phone, like, okay, this is what you need. What else do you need? And it, see, you already have that embedded in you. And I, like I said before, just put it 100% in your business and definitely you you got it, you know? Um, so I'm super proud of that. I'm super proud of the podcast and uh, anything I can do to help, of course, because you've always helped me. Um, I'm already I'm already here. Uh, but let's go back to some of younger Priscilla. Right. So I know we briefly spoke that you said you were a dancer. Right. So what type of so you work, you are a creative. You're not only an entrepreneur, but you've done creative things. Yeah, I used to dance when I was younger. I, I kind of played every single sport, I think you can say. Really? Um, my mom just kind of let me be free. And then I had to stick to one thing. And then it was more or less getting in trouble or dancing. So I was dancing. Um, I loved it. I did some, you know, some shows at church too, where we put together a whole skit uh, to the, for the youth group. And it was fun. I had a little past life where. What was your favorite sport? Um, I played soccer for a long time and I was a huge, I hated to admit it because I only did running like track and cross country for my dad. Cause he was a big uh, runner, but I loved it. I love just like you know, cross country and just kind of getting in my head and being able to just run and, you know, have some me time. Nice. So, um, do you do any sports these days? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So yeah, I'm so, so out of shape right now, but that's you okay. You and me both. It's, it's, I'm getting older. I'm okay with it. Now. I don't care. I'm okay <laughs> with it. So I know that outside of working, um, near damn near all day, um, you are a mom, right? So do you face any challenges when it comes to having this work schedule as well as being a mom full time? Yeah. Um, my daughter's name is Aaliyah. She's seven, about to be eight and she won't let me forget it. In a few weeks. <laughs> she's so amazing. Um, she's amazing. Uh, she's definitely a little mini me. Um, she demands attention as well. So she, she, is is a mommy's girl. I know how they say, you know, little girls are daddy's girls, but she's all about her mom. Yeah. Um, so she looks for me for everything. So just being that role model for her after having a long day and just being like, you know, mentally drained, it's hard coming home and just putting another hat on and just being the light for a little girl that looks up to you. Yeah. So um, I definitely just have to remain positive and keep a good vibe all the way around, no matter what I feel. So that's definitely a difficult challenge I face every day. Yeah, parenting is, uh, 
they need they need a manual. You know, the saying is there's no manual for it. Yes. We we need like a little a little a little five page manual or something because it is very <laughs> challenging and it, it can take a toll, especially on an entrepreneur who put in hours because we have to make up for every thing that a job has not given us. Correct. You know, um, and plus be a parent, so that's kind of really challenging. Um, what about what about your parents when you were younger? I know you said your mom was a workaholic. Did that have a, a positive impact on you? Of course, I can tell. But any negative impacts that it, that it had on you? My parents were workaholics. Um, they they owned several businesses, um, and I was around for all of them. But I think my brother has it a little bit better. He was able to experience my parents more. Um, my mom did everything in her power to take me to every kid event that there was in the Valley. But she definitely worked a lot. Um, so I never really saw my parents a lot as teenagers and stuff, especially when they were, they were just doing the best they can to build a life for us. And, you know, now they're my role models. Like they, you know, they own, um, two houses in Puerto Rico and they, uh, actually have the PRX club in Puerto Rico. So, um, it's based out of Patillas, Puerto Rico. And, um, you're able to go and, their house is on Airbnb, but they also are building like the headquarters, the PRX club headquarters. Nice. And there's going to be an infinity pool. You can have weddings wow. there, events, a little bit of everything. And they've just been able to get that off of all the work that they put in. So my dad's constantly traveling and my mom is just goes there and travels with him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the she neg- put their work in already. She put, they put their yeah. work in. The negative side is they weren't there the way I think they wanted to be for us, but now they're living a life that so many would like. Yeah. Um, but what I'm trying to do is work as hard as I can, but I don't want to skip a beat in my daughter's life. So it's definitely challenging. Like I was just offered this really cool gig for March 14th, um, which would be great on my resume. But I booked birthday? yeah, the American Girl Place for her birthday. Yeah. So I can't miss it. So I'm going to have to. Isn't it? Is, I agree with you 100% because I'm, we're, we're like a mirror right now. And it's um, you want to be able to provide the life for them, but you also don't want to miss those important moments, you know. And it's, it's, it's even more scarier when your child understands. Yes. Like I, I know your daughter, she's very mature for age, and I know she understands the hustle. Yes. Like mine. So it's like, to me, it makes it worse for me because like she understands and I'm still able to do this and she gets it. But. What about the parts that I'm missing? I would never know that until she gets older. Especially, um, I feel like we're in a whole different time, too, yeah. from when we were younger. Definitely. Like, um, I mean, me, like, my mom would be like, come back home at 8. I'd go outside, play with the neighborhood kids, yeah. and I'll be back. Like, that just is not a thing anymore. Nope. I mean, it cannot happen. You cannot even come outside. No. no. Um, I can't just let my daughter roam off and do what she wants. Um, I can't. She's like, when can I walk to school on my own? Well, I was no. able to ASAP because I, it was different then. But you can't, you can't now. You're not ever walking so to school you now. got to have your kid, like, right here, right next yeah. to you. Um. So I think it's way more challenging for us now because um, you really have to be precautious with anything you do All with your day. child now. All day. It, it's so scary. Um, yeah, my kid, even if I tried to make her walk, she wouldn't. Um, but I'm, I'm glad for that. Like, I'm never going to let her walk because right. it's it's okay. I can just, you know, I'll just bring you. Right. To, all the way to college. That's it. Well, <laughs> just going to hold your hand and make sure we're exactly. good to go. Um, cool, cool. So so you you said you have a sibling. You have one sibling, a brother? I have a brother. Okay, and um, and you said he he's in the business. Is he an entrepreneur as well? He is not. He is turning eighteen this oh, summer. Oh, younger so brother. So that's why he's taking the experience. The younger more. brother. Okay. So he is graduating from high school this year, senior okay. year. So I'm really excited to see what he's looking to do. You think he's a hustler? 
you know, he's a teenager right now. But definitely, I think he'll he'll grow into that hustle mentality. Like me, I had no choice to become a hustler at an early age. I got pregnant at 19. Mm-hmm. Me too. So um, <laughs> it was like, and my mom said, I love you. But you want to be an adult? You want to do adult things? You're going to go be an adult. So I had to leave my house. And um, I was put in a very uncomfortable situation. And I just had a hustle. And there was no other choice if I wanted to feed my child and I. Yeah. So So what lessons, if you can give yourself uh, some advice from five years ago, what would it be? That's a good question. I try to get some good ones. (laughs) That's a good question. Um... I really wish um, I would have started doing for myself earlier. Okay. Um, I feel like I helped so many other people grow and not myself grow to where I should be. So now 2020, I know this sounds cliche, but it's really all about me and the decisions that are going to help make me grow and and do for my family versus anybody else yes. at this point. You know what? I'm glad that you said that because I don't I like to have conversations like this because people they they we think that if we become selfish, we're selfish. Right. And I think that as a person you have to be self felt selfish with yourself and your time and who you are. You already are a resource and you are a kind given person. But like you said, you've been given people given to people and watching them grow and putting yourself back. And now here we are at this stage where you're like, damn, like I could have been doing for myself all this time instead of doing this. It doesn't make you a bad person. Is that you, how can you help someone when you're not helping yourself? So um, with that being said, like I love to help people too, but I help myself first. First I help myself. And then I go, this is what I got left in a pot. And when that's gone, I'm going back to helping myself. I think that other people, they help, 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 help. Because it's, it's, it's unfortunate that you're a kind person but then no one's helping you. Right. And I think that I always say, if you have a friend that you cannot use, then that's not your friend. Because people think, of course, selfish is a bad word and using people is a bad word. It depends on how it's done. Okay, so again, if you know a photographer and you're not able to use your photographer friend, is that your friend? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? No, if yeah, absolutely. And that's how I look at life. And I think if people who don't understand that, then that's just you. It's not about using people. It's about using your resources as you already do for a business, just utilizing your personal life. Like me, I want to use every resource I have. I need a mover. Oh, I know someone has a moving company. Let me hit him up. Doesn't mean it's going to be free. Right. Is that I, I'm using a lot of resources to, and that's what I'm going to do. Um, Scratch so each really other's back. Exactly. You have to because then you'll end up where you're like, damn, I didn't help 2,500 people. And how many people, how many of those 2,500 people can help you? Absolutely. You know? And I'm, I'm hoping, exactly. I, I hope like by, you know, referring somebody else that they're able to refer me when it's time. But no, I definitely understand. Like I helped so many people um, achieve things that I wish I would have achieved already. Um, So I've definitely been reflecting a lot lately on myself and just what my talents are, my strong points are. And now it's just really time to do for me and and grow my business because Encore has been a thing for... I mean, we're, we're about to come up on a year. Yeah. And I can't say Encore is where it should be. Yeah. Uh, but that's because I worked so hard on other people's businesses. So now it's time. This is, 
this we time had this for conversation. Encore to we just did, grow. and you know when I start, people, I think everyone knows when I start screaming. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like he cares. Like, yes. why is that crazy, man? Because I remember we had this conversation. It's like because I see it. I see the vision of your business. I see it, and it's successful. But it can't be if you're giving all of your talent and your knowledge to someone else's business. Correct. And it's unfortunate that it has to be that way sometimes in order for us to learn. Um, like I said, you 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 already have it all there. You have an amazing logo. You have you have the you have something that no one else has in the valley. Yeah, I'm sure they are, but not in not in your strength. The resources. Yeah, I'm I'm just super excited about it because events don't need to be boring. No, they don't. They can be so much fun. You see what you guys did at the chambers. The so yeah, we did the uh, Hispanic gala, and uh, we were blessed to be able to uh provide the salsa the salsa band the salsa dancers which was amazing the cigar rollers and then of course we had you as our videographer which was amazing thank you i think i was dancing yeah everybody had a good time <laughs> so um no we were excited we did great and we brought a different element to the event and people continue to speak about it that's yeah. just not something they've seen there usually was just a band there and we also provided the dj don't sorry dj stream yeah. you're definitely a big part of it too he's an amazing dj and just you know doing increments between the band and the dj and so much there's a lot going on but i just it's so gratifying being able to go home and say like i put those smiles on these people's faces yes. like they're going home like so ready to lay in their bed because they're so tired from dancing but but we provided that yes. and that's so awesome i think it's the coolest thing ever i think the best part about business is um people don't know what you want you have to, I'm sorry, people don't know what they want. You have to show them. Mm -hmm. So years and years and years, they've gotten this, you know, this Chambers event with, okay, with the band and, you know, okay, this is that. And it may have been nice and just for the moment, but you hit them with an experience. And if you can provide any customer with an experience, no matter the realm, you win. And that was an experience. I mean, the sauce, they were in, in the tables, into the You had to see, you had to see this. It was amazing. Yeah, um, they interacted. The band yes. actually got some live um, audio of the band because they were great. It was just so great. I was, I was in Cuba and I think everyone there felt as they were in Cuba. And I'm sure that uh, you'll be in for another round. Yeah, no, we're super excited. I'm super excited to get the theme of next year because I'm ready to get on that. Yeah. Um, and then we were able to provide uh, for the annual meeting for the Lehigh Valley Chamber, um, our robots. And the robots wow. were such a huge hit. There's a thousand people that go to that event. And I'm telling you, I hear it all the time. Any networking event I go to, oh, the robot girl, or, oh my God, those were amazing. When am I going to see those again? And it, it's just bringing something different that people haven't seen. Yes. And, um it's awesome. Like you said, you know, they don't know what they want until they see it. To show them. People are just so used to the norm and they think that's how it has to be. Yes. It really doesn't. And that's why I like living in my own world. Because yeah. how often do you go somewhere and be like, I think I need that. You never saw it before. Right. <laughs> that's like, kind of what you do when you apply to your business. Like, I came in here and I soaked up everything that you have in your own <laughs> business. And I'm like, I want that. I want that. I want that. And then we've already exchanged information so on where much. I can get it. So I think it's so awesome because yes. it's really just a conversation. And I think... Uh, even with this business, I want to reshape that too. Because how many times you go to someone and it's like, well, where'd you get that? Oh, man, you know, I, I, I forgot. Or, and you can't give me the resource. And it's like, why are you holding it's these It's the same resources? thing with girls and outfits. I hate that. I, I, I call, it the, I call it the t-shirt. Where'd you get it? Oh, I don't remember. I had it for a long time. No, you do remember, You honey. remember. <laughs> and we're going to, you didn't buy so. all of them. That's one of my one of my biggest pet peeves. I call it the t-shirt thing. The t-shirt the theory, I'm going to call it for now because I keep on bringing it up. But it's the same thing. Like, where'd you get the t-shirt from? Oh, man, my cousin broke. Can I see the tag? No, no, no. Did you buy all of them? 
Right. Because if you didn't buy all of it, get the fuck out of here. You right. Know? Exactly. Uh, so I don't like that. So I don't do that. It's like, yo, let me just, because I'm not, I didn't buy all the coasters. <laughs> if, exactly. I buy, if I bought the whole business and the coaster business, then you'll be talking to me. But I didn't. That's super awesome. And I want, I want to see other people's logos on that. I think it's, I mean, I think you get more back when you are able to refer other I think people. So too. Um, I've gained business and I've just gained respect of people and just a, a stronger bond and friendship with people when you're able to support their talents. Same. Um, I mean, I love, I love this. So I'm super excited to promote this. I love, I'm excited to get my coaster. I can't wait to get your, I can't wait to get a coaster either because like, like I told you, I'm like, I don't, who the fuck needs a coaster? I don't need a coaster. Like I'm hoping when I go back <laughs> to my phone, he's accepted my request so I can message. If and he get didn't, going. I'm going to call him before <laughs> right? we leave. You exactly. know, I don't, I don't shut up. This that's after it. the podcast, I don't, that's not it. Um, but yeah, he's super dope. And he is one of the resources that I've met through the social tour. So I, that's one thing I can, I love about this. Like I'm an introvert and extrovert, more so introvert. And since the social tour, I've been able to meet so many, like yourself included, um, who've given me, gave me so many resources to so many different things and opened my world up to another different world. I live in my own world already. Like I'm under a rock. And then I have all these amazing people who I think are so dope. And he was one of them. I ran across his page or Instagram, just like a whole bunch of other people I've met and who have helped me with some, some, some process at some point. And I just want to keep pushing that out and keep pushing it out, including you. You've helped me with so much. And it's like, Jesus Christ, this is this was out in that world. You know? Yes. Um you just don't know who you're speaking to ever. Yeah. And I think like, you know, there's people that go in and just don't want to be, you know, social. And it's just like you really don't know who you're talking to. Yeah. It could be the next door that opens for you or it can just be somebody that can really flourish your business. So exactly. Never be never be afraid to say hello and introduce yourself. That's very true, which is why you should always treat people excuse me, with respect, because when you're rude to people, you don't know who that person is. Right. You know, because there's people that are always in disguise, like you just said. There's always, they may open a door for you, may open several doors for you. Oh, mean there's some ass. times where, like, I've had to get permits or whatever the case may be, and I walk in, I'm like, oh my God, I know her. Uh -huh. I know her. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Yep. So this is going to go a little bit smoother. Yep. And, so. that, and that all comes into play of who you are and how genuine you are and how much you help people, because it, it'll be, we no matter what position we are in life, we're all go we're always gonna have that one point where we need someone like the DMV. I just wish I knew someone in DMV. Oh. <laughs> I think everyone wants to have a friend in DMV. I gotta say the Eastern one is a lot you know? better than the Allentown one. I don't yeah. know if you've been to that one. I haven't been either yet, and uh, I'm about to throw myself under the bus. My license is uh, past due. It's expired. It's going to be yeah. ready by the time you guys see this, just so you Definitely. guys know. There you go. <laughs> it's going to be up why, to date, That's okay? why I fucked Priscilla. <laughs> it's going to be, you don't even know the day's date. It's going to be so. up to date. This was filmed in so. October 2018. Just so you guys know. <laughs> um, anyway, so so what is what are some of your, um, your, your future goals with Encore, with yourself, um, in the next, let's say, five or six months? So... Um, my podcast is something I definitely want to kick off. I'm super excited about that. There's so much to be seen and heard when it comes to the entertainment world. Um, I want to get a few venues under my belt to do, you know, monthly events with okay. Encore. Um, celebrity appearances, because I do have um, a, a lot plug, of connections yeah. to mm -hmm. bring the celebrities um into the valley and just like again bring something different um just not your dj going up there and it's the same thing every single day so um i want to do that i want to you know um 
I want to build the platform on the website. Yes. That way, um, I'm not telling you guys exactly what I'm doing, but I, I really want to, as we spoke before, yes. um, become like that agency, really become that one-stop shop. And I know that's going to be a process, yes. but it's going to happen. And that's definitely one of my biggest dreams. I think as long as we write it down, I, I, the biggest, I think the biggest lesson in business, what I've learned is patience. I've always been patient. I think a lot of people fail because they're not patient. Like that, that goal you have is an amazing one. And you know that it's going to take some time. It's because you know the steps that you have to take and you're going to learn and you'll get there. You manifest it, you write it down. When a time will come, it will come. We're not getting any, we're not getting old. I'm not getting old. No, no, we're going to be younger <laughs> um, over here. And we have time, right? Um, so I think when we're patient with our business, it'll work itself out. When we have, over, when we overexceed our expectations, it's better than to have expectations so high that are unrealistic. So I think that is one realistic one. Like I said, we even talked briefly, which we can't discuss. We can't discuss <laughs> um, yet. And when it's ready, it's an amazing it'll come idea. out. Yeah. Um, so I think that's super dope. And I can't wait to hear this podcast. So speaking of that podcast. So now this podcast is to tell the pretty truth of the. I'm actually unpainting the pretty un okay. picture of the entertainment world. Got it. And just kind of going behind the scenes and all the hard work that it takes in this industry. It's a, it's a, it's a hustle. Yeah. You know, you don't just sit on your couch. Is it cutthroat? It is. Can I get? Because I want, I want to get a little bit of what that, what that, uh, that, uh, that is, podcast going to be about. So, like, like, what's the most cutthroat thing that have happened to you? We'll just focus on nightclubbing. Mm. When it came to managing a nightclub, I mean, a couple things. I mean, there's been times where people have been lying down the, you know. Definitely a, loud, a line down the, you know, street and, you know, the DJ equipment wouldn't work because maybe a miscommunication that I had or, you know, I've, ex I, but see, that's one thing I can say. I don't knock college. I'm all for it. I never went to college. Me neither. Um, and I think it's for people. You know what I mean? It just wasn't for me. I tried. I mm -hmm. sat at LHIC, but, um. It just wasn't for me. So I learned the very hard way. Um, I failed so many times, but then I was able to learn from that experience and see what I was able to do yeah. um, to make that better. Um, I, I've cried, I've sweat, I've bled um, into my craft. So it, I think the most cutthroat thing was disappointing myself um, when it comes to certain things that I've failed on. Um, yes, I've had people scream in my face and I've had people like, I mean, but that's part of the, it's part, part of, of the, the industry. Wow. It's part of the job. They'll tell you, no, you suck. Like somebody with experience would have never allowed this to happen. Wow. But I've gotten that, but that's okay. That's the industry. It's just like, if I were to go, I want to be a model right now. You're too, you're a plus size model. You're too big. It's just the entertainment world is cutthroat. You yeah. have to have tough skin. If you don't have it, it's not for you. Yeah. It's Only not for you. So um, it was definitely, it's definitely difficult. I mean, even when I brought celebrities through, I mean. So you, you brought Chris Brown to Allentown. I'm sorry, Bethlehem. Yes. He's I, never been to Bethlehem before, right? So when Revel Social opened, I have brought um, Angelina from the Jersey Shore with my very first appearance. Okay. Uh, Saquon Barkley with the Giants. Um, we've brought Melly who's a great singer. She's amazing. Um, Tory Lanez, Chris Brown, Chris Brown and Tory Lanez and Melly were all there at the same time. Wow. Um, so that was a lot. What was I, that night like? I was sick. 
all night. Like I was like, if something goes wrong, this is going to go viral. Yeah. And I'm over. I'm done. But it was successful. It was successful. And Chris wasn't even booked, which was the best part about it. Yeah. Um, I called him back up for help. So the person I use, his name is Johnny. He's like my connect, my boy. Anything when it comes to celebrities, he makes it happen. And then if I ever need somebody to help me execute an event, I've always called uh, Shaquana. And she, um, while I was making sure things were running smoothly in the back, she was holding me down in the front. This just would have never happened without her holding down my bottle girls where I was making sure that the, artists and the celebrities were okay uh -huh. and you have to you have to know that it's not a one person show i mean you need your team behind yeah. you to execute these things correctly um but so tori and melly come in and 600 breezy and then my boy johnny calls me and he goes you gotta go outside and i get on the phone he's like chris brown wants to come because everybody's here yeah so what do you want to do and i'm like what do you mean what i want to do what do you want to do? He's coming, like 100% coming. So unfortunately, he pulls up with like this huge tour bus, 30 people. Ugh. And I'm like, I'm going to have to tell Chris Brown right now that all those people can't come in. That's shit. Because you were packed shitless. It was, it was a mob. Actually, the guys are worse than the girls. The guys, <laughs> I know, wow. the guys were worse than the girls in this uh, situation. But the moment Chris came out, I mean, it was insane. But I told him, I was like, I can't have all your people come. What did he say? He was just like, well, his friend wanted to make sure that I wasn't lying. So he went and he checked it out. And he was like, oh, no, there's like no room. Because everybody brought their own entourage, which is normal. Yeah. Um, But I didn't think he was going to show up with 30 people. So when he came... He just went in and there was only like a half hour left, I think, mm -hmm. of the night. So he everybody else just chilled outside. But he came in and just the vibe totally changed. He was so cool, too. He was laid back, dancing, singing, you know, interacting with everybody. So it was awesome. That's crazy. Yeah. So at the end of the night, when you realize, hey, nothing went wrong, it was successful. You got to tell Chris Brown that, hey, everybody can't get in, you know, and he was an amazing person. I saw the pictures. Um, how did you feel? It was surreal. I I don't even think it hit me right away. Like, even when I was speaking to him, I was just so in work mode that I just didn't feel like I was speaking to him. Wow. And so when he left. Mrs. Get Shit Done. Yeah. When he <laughs> left, I just, I just had to soak it in. And I just couldn't believe it because it was an iconic moment for the Valley. Yeah. It definitely was. It's something that people will always remember. Um, yeah, they were talking about, I kept seeing the repost. Yeah. People were talking Shout about it Priscilla. for a long time. Like it was like two weeks straight repost. It, people were talking about it for a long time. It, it was, it was amazing, but there's just so much you have to look out for that. You just have to, you just hope and pray that the, the crowd doesn't go crazy. Cause unfortunately it's, when it gets packed, it's yeah. busy. So it, it's like you can't move. So one minor little fight will turn oh, into man. a brawl. Yeah. So um, that's why I like strategically put the VIP celebrities in the back corner because the kitchen is right there. Okay. That way, if anything were to happen, they're out, right out that door. Unfortunately, wow. I can't put them anywhere else because I need to think about their exit strategy. Wow. No matter see what. See that right there? You see, you see that right there, Priscilla? You see what you just did there? Like that, that's, I'm sure there probably wasn't that way all the time. You no, know? You, and, and 
that's why you you got to pause energy right to where you need to put it at, which we already we already established. We're gonna put that there because that right there is a is a mass amount of thinking. You know, like it get packed. I need to be able to make sure my client is good. If anything happened, presidential door out the back. Right, exactly. Right out the back. Grab, grab a burger while you're on your way out and a slider. We deal with it and the, we deal with whatever else goes out the front. Yeah. So that's something that I and I stood back there. I just, I texted Shaquana. I was like, you got this up front. She goes, got it under control. I'm going to stay back here and I'm going to make sure because the crowd went on a whole nother level yeah. when Chris came out. Wow. And I was like, I'm going to make sure that he's good. That way, when it's time for him to leave, I just need to see him leave with no scratches. And the moment he walked, the moment people saw him walk out, people rushed to the front door, ran to the back and bombarded our back parking lot to try and get pictures with him. But we, we got him out of so there. So they shut down. So how often um, did fights occur? Actually... With Revel, it wasn't as much. Broadway was kind of crazy. Yeah. But we were like two floors jam-packed. Um, but bar fights happen. You know, it's just a matter of controlling them. I think we're super lucky that we don't have a parking lot outside. I think uh, nightclubs that have parking lots directly outside face a whole other issue. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, people are all about not fighting with the hands anymore and just pulling out their weapons. So Isn't sad. Amazing, right? um, just get your ass up like a man. It's right. And, right. And go home. It's okay. And go home. Go, and it's so don't corny. Come back. Sometimes yeah. it'll just be about pride and you spilled my Miller light. So you yeah. owe me one. No. Okay. So now we're going to fight about it. And now I'm going to shoot you and, yeah. do, and do jail time over a fucking beer. Right. And we could have just fought. But like, exactly. Like when you go out of a nightclub and there is uh, a parking lot right outside of it, a majority of the time you will see a shootout at that nightclub because yeah. it's so easy to just go to your trunk of your car, do what you got to yeah. do and race out. So you can say that's a plus there because it wasn't one. Yeah. Right. And it was hard to escape the streets of Bethlehem, especially yeah. on South Side. There's a cop on every, a cop corner. every corner. Yep. Every time I left, it was a cop there. Cop so on it's every like, corner. It is good for the business as well, too. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's definitely saved us from major problems happening. Yeah, Definitely. Um, so anything new other than your podcast and, uh, reaching your goals that you're working on right now? Um, I'm working on a couple of things that I don't want to disclose just yet. Okay. Um, I'm working on some new and fun and exciting venues that are coming up. Um, I'm also working on some venues that have been here, but aren't doing well and want to go in there and just kind of change the whole atmosphere and elevate the experience as we do at Encore. Awesome. So I'm all done with my questions. Um, if you have anything you want to talk about, we can just talk about it or you can just tell me where we can find you guys and, um, we'll go off record. No, you can just, uh, find me at, at Stella the killer, um, on Instagram or Priscilla Sosnowski on Facebook. Um, and then as you follow me, you will see new pages come up for Encore that I'm working on and another page that I'm working on that you'll see as well. Once you start following me, I can't wait to see what's going on. Thanks for coming by. I appreciate you. Thanks. Bye. Thank you.